Oi, oi, it's the Monkey Nap Punch podcast. I've got Keith, who I've already started arguing with before we start the broadcast. We should be fun and games. <laughs> we'll be talking about Chris Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker's finale on Doctor Who. And um, The Devil's Hour, starring Peter Capaldi. I was going to describe this as... Uh, we're going to talk about one really good TV show starring a beloved Doctor Who actor with lots of timey-wimey stuff in it and then a crap show. Um, but I fucked that up completely because I meant to say, and then Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> but hey, um, so, Keith, how you doing? I'm fine, buddy. I'm fine. I'm doing all right. I am doing so, all right. Uh, I've had lots of good TV this week. Lots yeah. of good TV this week. Yeah, I, 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 I am actually... Uh, Andor was good, but I'm waiting till next week. So watch three. Genuinely, oh by the way, just just want to say, Keith is now a Star Wars name because Andor's persona in this third arc, he's called Keith. So Keith now exists in the Star Wars universe. My dreams have come fucking true. <laughs> Keith is no longer he's now a Star Wars name. So oh, I should just be Keith. When somebody goes, "What's your Star Wars name?" Keith. Not Keith Han Solo. No, just Keith. <laughs> um, but I genuinely, I was blown away by the Tales of the Jedi. Fuck! They were actually surprisingly fucking good. I didn't watch um, them. I didn't even know about them. Uh, six little stories. Like, they're, they're shorts. Um, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. So you, you get, basically, the first one is Ahsoka Tano being born and her mum realising she's a Jedi, which was beautifully done beautiful episode um and then you have three episodes all in different parts of the timeline but basically the evolution of count dooku again brilliant and then ahsoka training um with uh, with um anakin because you then realize that the training sessions that she takes her is how she gets gets out you know gets away from order 66 great um, but you have to have seen Clone Wars Season 7 to really get the, the power. Then the final episode is she's on the run and uh, she's uh, an Inquisitor comes after her and she just fucking pones this fucking Inquisitor. But it's done in a real, you know, it's not like whamming, surprise whamming. It was just genuinely, she just fucking pwned him. You mean tactics um, and strategy? Oh, yeah. You, you saw it in her head and he was an idiot. And she just fucking wipe the floor with him and and it was genuinely like way just i made short videos but the music the production the animation it was just fucking well done it was like rebels you know that those first few seasons of rebels it was genuinely fucking awesome so really good star wars which again is quite a surprise at the moment but those yeah floney on his own but floney at his best we'll talk about the peripheral after doctor who and um ah. I've watched that as well. Or oh, I've only seen the first I watched two. two. I watched two. Yeah, same with you. Um, okay. okay. So. Right. Um, Doctor Who. Um, I tried to find someone who had a reasonably good opinion on it. And there's a guy called Harbo, Harbo's Doctor or something. And he was the only person I could find that had a reasonable thing. He said he described it as, as an episode, pretty fucking bad. But as a collection of little things going together, like nice little incidents, it was good. And I'm like, I can get behind that. I can understand that. That makes sense. Um, so, 
starts off and you've got uh, a train chase thing with the Cybermen. And then there's a, a timeless child fake out, which I was a little annoyed at. And uh, yeah, so I did that. Um, and then Dan just fucks off, which is just like, Dan just went, you know what? I fucking don't like this. This is a crap TV show. I could be doing the chase or something. <laughs> and then just buggers off. So he, he I, I actually just, and then it was like kind of, okay, bye, Dan. Says the, the doctor's like, oh, fuck off then. I don't care. Um, even when, even previously, when he let go of companions, it was always a bit, you know, there was something behind it. There was some kind of, you sure you want to go? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Um, so that, that, I found that funny. And then Yaz's thing that she did with Dan, where she's like, kind of, I'll call you, I'll ignore the call, I'll text you, I'll ghost you. Instead of just turning around and just all she had to do is, as he was leaving, turns around, and goes, Miss you, Dan. That was it. You could have the banter and then just have the truth, Miss you, Dan. All we had to do, one fucking line would ref- repair that. But no, that's how Doctor Who treats its companions. And it's crap. Well, under Chipnall, it's crap. Yeah, not very good at all. So Dan fucks off. It's just the, the, the Yaz and um, the Doctor in the TARDIS. And then you cut to Shasha Juwan as the Master, who I'll be honest with you, I really like. It's the only thing, only thing in, in, in Doctor Who recently that I've gone, you know what? He's, I would describe him as the master on cocaine, a lot of cocaine, but it makes more sense, especially when he in was... the time his children where he bursts out and he's like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he and he's playing that. He was a return to to the sort of first master or the second master, technically, um, that we saw on screen, you know, in Russell T. Davis's era, and he was a bit more of that insanity, crazy master. Um, for me, I will always love Missy. She just she, she fucking owned that character, um, yes. and she played it immensely well. But the, this guy was really good. It he, almost makes you wish that he could have been a doctor. You yes. look at him and go, he could have played the doctor. The, the um, funny thing is, is if if you look at Russell, uh, not Russell T Davis, Chris Chibnall's writing in the last from like that's terrible. I think it was one. It's terrible. But the other thing too, he seems to sideline the doctor loads. He, if you noticed that, yeah, and he did in this episode again. I, it was just, it was shit. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It didn't make sense. There was no real story. They, this 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 sort of forced regeneration was just stupid. I, I loved seeing the older doctors. Um, you know, mm. Sylvester McCoy was great. Paul McGann back again. Why the fuck do they not get him back on screen? Because he is a compelling even, doctor. Even if it's just for a few episodes to cover while we're waiting. Yeah. Even Colin Baker again, you know, seeing Colin Baker, even though he really didn't look, you know, it kind of was quite clever how they explained they were all looking old. Love seeing the first Doctor, the first Doctor again. But they didn't write off the Timeless Children. The universe is dead because they haven't fixed the, the, the flood. He, it's almost he's like, just oh, ignored. episode of the week. We're just going to ignore that like a cartoon. Oh, it's Looney Tunes. It's just reset, you know. Yeah, there's there's, um, there's 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 that aspect to it, but I just get, I mean, let's get the back next in. Thing you're going to see this Roadrunner coming, going meep meep, because it was kind of that reset. <laughs> yeah, but go, going going back to it, because you had he starts off, you see Sasha Dewan as the master as Rasputin, and I'll be honest with you, makes good Rasputin. Hmm. He could play Rasputin in something. I'd look at him, I'd take him as him as Rasputin. 
Um, I did, I did appreciate him, and and the fact that they replaced him as the Doctor, and I'm like, dude, I caught a whole series of him pretending to be the Doctor in the funky clothes that he's got. That would have been it. If it was just him going fucking things up, and you see how he fucked things up, yeah, that would be really good to watch as a as a TV show. Um, and it's it's weird because when I first saw him, I wasn't too keen on him, and then the more crazier he got, and the more scene chewing he got, the more I actually go, I actually quite like this guy. Um, but you had that, and then for some reason you had that with the the, the cyber conversion Death Star planet in the past, and then in the present you then had the volcano thing. And it's like, why did you do that, Chris? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Put it all in 1912 and have done with it. Yeah, just have done with it. it it's trying to do too much. I mean, you know, they they were trying to sort of hark back to Billy Piper's final episode uh, in Canary Wharf. There were elements of that in there with the Daleks. That- there then wasn't we have the Cybermen. The know. only original element on it was the thing that she was using to communicate with them with the AI. No, actually, that wasn't the original because that was in Parting of the Ways and it was in um, Blink. Um, it's been in loads of things, actually. That's a lie. No, she's had that yeah, in space for a the while. The Cybermen was, was, was just a rehash of the Dalek thing in Billy Piper's final episode. And that, that's what it felt like. It, it just. He can't write. And and you know all these things that they, Joe Martin comes back as the Doctor, but they don't explain where she fits in, and they haven't done, and we're never going to get that because you know Russell T Davis is the BBC have probably told him you can't reset the time with children, but you know we're just going to forget it like we forgot reflux. We we didn't reset time with children, but we didn't exactly mention it in this. You know we showed the first Doctor, so we're we're not going to admit that we're wrong because we hate you fans. But for, to make money, we we can't. We, we we're just going to ignore it, and that's what they've chosen to do. And and I'm sorry, like you you can't do that. You can't do that with a 60 year old series. And that you're you're summing up at the beginning of 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 great moments. There were some great moments. I'm sorry, I can't stand Tegan. The the, the, the accent the accent just grates me. I never liked Tegan. The accent, sorry Australia, but her accent just grated me. And it's her accent, not the Australian accent. It was her accent that just grates me. Um, seeing Ace again, yeah, Ace was, but it was member berries. It was nothing more than member berries. Yeah, yeah. It- Everyone said it was quite funny because you had the bit where she was in the volcano with the seventh doctor, and yeah. he had a moment where he turned around his head. You know, it's, it's not the fact that I leave here, it's just the nice the fact that it gets you see you fly. And you're like, that's a Doctor Who moment. Why, why yes. was that not? Yes, yeah, 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 I agree. Really. So that's 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 mad. Um, so having all but those, Peter those, Davison those, those got those that things. moment with Tegan as well, even though I don't yeah. like her. And... Kate Stewart wasn't a character in it. No. She had no nothing to do in it. It was the only fact that she was pre-established. I love the fact that he got rid of Unit in the Doctor. I remember that, that Dalek episode where he phones up and Unit's gone. And then we got Unit back. And I'm like... But, but, but it is Roadrunner. He he just forgets what he's done in the past. And, and, and we just forget. Everything resets. It's a cartoon. It is a cartoon fucking world. You know, I, what's the coyote up to this week? I would like to see um, what I would like to see unit run by Ace. Yeah, I'd 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 like them to bring back Ace again. Ace was kind of cool. Um, taking on a Dalek with a fucking baseball bat, 
Good on ah, you. Ah, no, that's no ordinary baseball bat. Keith. Yeah, I know, I know. That's I the know, baseball bat from Remembrance of the Daleks, which has been modified by the hands of Omega. That's how nerdy I am. <laughs> that's my nerd cred. I'm... I know. I remember it coming up before, but it was kind of cool. Um, the 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 doctor the doctor cameos were great. Um, I I I will say this now, and I will call it now. I do not believe Peter Capaldi. <laughs> he is coming back. I do not believe Peter Capaldi. For a man who loves Doctor Who as much as he does, right? He's coming back for the 60th. And 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 so is Matt Smith. They are saving these guys for the fucking, you know, this was the B, this was the B B B party. This was the B um team, the, the ending of this. Now we're getting the fucking A team. In a year's time, we're getting the A team. We're getting tenant back. And they are so fucking putting Capaldi in there. And I know he's coming back. It's bullshit. He's it, it, it's a lie. But I, I totally believe that Capaldi is coming back. And it'd be great to see it alongside okay. Tenant. That would be really so good. They had to refilm the regeneration scene. Yes, I know. So I they refilmed they filmed it again because originally she regenerated in Toby Stevens. So she regenerated in Toby Stevens, then they changed their mind. So then they regenerated into David Tennant. Why Toby Stevens? Because Toby Stevens has a contract with Sony, which I think was comes with um, uh, Lost in Space and a load of other things that he's done. So he has a contract with Sony, and Sony have gone, we want you to pick one of our actors, and he's Ginger. Because that was going to be his first thing he did was go, oh my god, I'm Ginger. Toby so Stevens would have been ah because they did say they had somebody else in mind, didn't they? And then, and then they changed um, it. Nutty, what's his face, came in and kind of blew them away. I have to say that five seconds that he is in that fucking trailer. What is going on here? And is in his sort of Nigerian. I, I'm I'm sold. <laughs> but I like the I, guy. I, I I don't I don't know because he's got a. a um, a transgender assistant and it's like as soon as i heard that i went oh great we thought we got rid of a gender it's not i know one thing when this is all over you're going to turn around and say the following stephen moffat was the best fucking doctor who writer full stop for the new who when this is all said and done right your now Russell T. davis will undo right, all your good stephen moffat's the best episodes that stephen moffat wrote were under russell t davis as the showrunner Right, I, I will say this now. My favorite episodes of Doctor Who in that era were written by Moffat, but they were under David Tennant. Uh, not under, they were under um, um, Moff, uh, uh, T. Davis as the showrunner. Um, mm -hmm. I, I haven't thought a lot of, of, of Stephen Moffat's writings in the last thing. I, I can kind of see, I watched a couple of episodes of the Chime Traveler's Wife, couldn't really get into it. I, I did not like. The thing with David Tennant as the vicar. I'm sorry, I didn't like it. Um, I thought it just annoyed me. Um, what annoyed me was the fact that I thought that they were going to do an inside number nine and have the kid kill her off because she thought she was a paedophile and that was going to be the end. And that's how they should have ended it. And I would have loved everyone. It, it, it didn't work for me. I, the only thing I liked was Stanley Tucci. Um, uh, uh, you know, I, I, if they brought him back, it might be more compelling, but she was a bell end, um, and so was David Tennant. I know, I know. There's an ex, a kind of loose explanation there, but I, I just, it didn't, it didn't ring right for me. But you could be right. But again, the member Berry at the end when he turns in and goes, 
like that. And he goes, I know these teams. What? What? Okay, I got the feels there. I, I did get the feels. Seeing Tenant back going, what? 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 I did get the feels, but that's what it was designed to do. So, you know, um, I think the three episodes that we're going to get for the 60th, people are going to love. Um, I think it's genuinely going to be good. I don't know if Ro, this Rose transgender character is cast throughout the whole of the his season. She is only cast for these three episodes. <laughs> Along with um, What's-His-Face as the toy maker, he's called. Um, the Celestial toy maker. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but I think that... it's bullshit that we're not seeing... We're only going to see Tennant. I, I am... I am I'm calling this now that I think Capaldi is telling fibs and good on him for telling fibs because it'd be a nice surprise when he turns up. But I think he is going to turn up. I think um, the only reason he'd turn up is because it's being run by Russell T. Lake Davis's thingy. If it's still done by the BBC, I think he would have told him to fuck off. No, I agree with you. But I think that's the um, only reason if if, if he does come back, then it'll be, but you it'll see, be because I mean, it's not BBC to run. My favourite regeneration probably i hate to say this because i don't like who he regenerated into but i like capaldi's regeneration because i love that speech that speech is a hopeful speech that speech he delivers at the end is great um, that speech I, that he delivers at the end is stephen moffat's notes to chris chibnall oh i know try to be nice but always be kind so it was like kind of yeah yeah sorry bill has put a ton of comments in there i need to just really go through them um so we got, uh, he thinks it's too, too little, too late. Um, a, a lot of people have moved on. All the normies have moved on from Doctor Who. Um, and then we've got, imagine being in a coma. 2006, mate. Uh, it was Christopher Eccles in 2005. Nerd, nerd of me kicking in there. <laughs> uh, the damage, yeah, the damage is, is, is done. But the thing with the, the thing with Doctor Who is it does, it does regenerate. But it does change. So there, you know, there, we have is, there, is, there is three compelling things of hope this week if you go look over at the doctor who twitter account they they have basically redesigned the original logo which is kind of cool right nutty what's his face i can't i'm sorry i can't chuti gatwa chuti gatwa um chuti gatwa did sorry chuti gatwa did this amazing um uh, sort of five minute thing of how he'd like to see the, you know what you'd like to do in the doctor but the very interesting thing was that it was the 2000, it was the la, it was the from the the David Tennant version of Murray Gold's theme playing in the background. I went, oh, 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 that's Murray Gold's music. Um, and I was just like, oh, 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 oh. So, like, I think, yeah, Murray Gold is back. May, oh, maybe only for the 60th, but Murray Gold is back. Th th that was done on purpose. They played Murray Gold's last theme. Um, from from Russell T Davis's era, um, and that was done on purpose. Um, I am I I, I am I, I would say cautiously optimistic for the the, the three specials next year. Um, I and as I said, I think we're going to get Capaldi. I will be shocked, but not a hundred percent surprised if Chris Elkerston is in it. I don't think he will be. No. But I wouldn't be 100% shocked if he was. Yeah, you have to remember that Christopher Eccleston was screwed over by Russell T. Davis. Yes, I know, but he's... 
and until like a few years ago, he was very anti it. But in the last few years, he's given several interviews where he's he's admitted some wrongdoing himself. He's come back to Doctor Who in doing the big finish um, things. He's done more conventions, and he's kind of. I I think he's sort of changed his mind a bit about you know the legacy he has, and he's come back to being being involved in Doctor Who far more, whereas he refused to do conventions, refused to do anything. He's doing a lot more Doctor Who stuff now. So, would he come back? I don't think he will, but it would be lovely if he did. Yeah, um, sorry. I have to unplug something because it's moaning at me. But I, 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 think, I think we even might see her back. That's the problem. I think we might even see her in the 60th. Uh, I, 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 I I think I think we might even see her in the 60th, and that that's the one thing I'm going. Oh God, no, 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 no. Um, you think you see Billy Piper in the 60th? Yeah, not Billy Piper. I bloody what's her face? I think Billy Piper. Can't say her. You have to t- tell me who. <laughs> the Doctor. What's her face? Bloody Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. Back Jody again. Ah. Um, the only funny thing was. So, um, and this is a personal thing for he's not in the comments because he's on a plane right now flying across the Atlantic Ocean but the very next day Chuck visited Dusseldorf which is where she regenerated and I was like I sent him that morning like Chuck this is this 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 was meant to be look where the doctor regenerated last night and he was just like boom and Chuck was there when I sent him that video he was standing in front of the damn thing um, and coincidentally, BBC are in trouble for that because what I didn't realise was that's called Dootledorf and it's on a private estate. And apparently the BBC didn't give them the full details of what they were doing. And by sticking the TARDIS out on there, the estate have got the ump because they think people are going to climb out there to try and recreate it. And had they known, they would have refused permission to film there. So, um, and well, If they signed it first, then it's their fucking problem for not bringing that up at the beginning. Um, I just have to say, uh, I totally agree with you here. It's my favourite episode, hands down, and it's a Doctor Light episode. It's like still it's love like, it. He likes the adipose one. Um, Bill likes the adipose one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good first episode. We meets, meets the Jodie Who. I like the adipose episode because it's when they bring Donna back, and that bit with Donna in the lift. Where they're talking through the window. Genius. What are you doing Um, here? Donna is my favourite companion. And I re-watched, as a kind of antidote to that episode, and to sort of re-familiarise myself, I watched the the second episode, no, the third episode, the Ood episode. Fucking great episode, that. Um, And it it was Tenant and and her at their, their best. Um, love, love, love that episode. Um, music was brilliant. Murray Golden na- nailed the music in that. Great, great, great episode. One of Russell T. Davis's best, um, because he wrote that episode. So, I don't know. I, I think I'm cautiously optimistic for three, these three episodes. I like Shuti Gatwa. I do. Um, I think he could be a good doctor. I think it's going to be interesting. You, you might be right. Amazing about Shuti Gatwa. Go on. It's not gay. He is gay. <laughs> He's not gay. Really? We've seen pictures with him and his girlfriend. He's telling his girlfriend. I, I, I'm shooting at was gay. You've got to be winding me up. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. 
Um, oh, fuck his stupid name. Um, no, not, uh, uh, it's not. Um, it's just African. <laughs> uh, here we go. Nutty, right? It's, yeah, that's why I called him Nutty because when you see it written, it's spelled N-U-N-C-U-T-I or whatever it is. So okay, that's why I call right. him Nutty. If, if right, so so his girlfriend for the, for the last three years is Jessica Hardwick, who's a photographer in London. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's a, he's only pretending to be gay to get parts. That makes him brilliant. That really does. Holy shit! <laughs> Bringing you all the news! Nah, this is bullshit. He's gay, I'm sure of it. Or does he just play gay characters? Does Nuti go... Who is he dating? No, he's got to be. Oh, well, I don't care. It's his, but no. No! See, there's a picture of him and a boyfriend here. Or maybe he's uh, the, 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 the big B in ABC, as my wife calls it. What, it's, what do you call it? Um, maybe, maybe he was, and he was. Maybe I think he's fucking pretending so he can get parts. I think he's I a like, fucking, like he might guy. be a fucking genius for all we know. What, 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 what behind closed doors? He's going, hello, Dave. Oh, you might. <laughs> He might. He buys his Scottish <laughs> accent. All right, Myra, love, get the kettle on and suck my dick. Um, the, the the trailer the trailer was not enough, and it was perfect in many ways. It, it was three beaming. frames practically. I know. I know. One the of the doctor, not... one of Neil Patrick Harris, and one of Shooting Out One. Yeah, that was it. Three frames. Well, we've got the a one... whole fucking year to speculate about this because it's, you know, the it's... thing that gets me. They should have got the guy that he's in sex education with to be his companion. They missed a trick there. Oh, that yeah. would have worked. Because they those two have screen chemistry, not Well, they lovey. haven't really announced he's a pat companion yet. We we know that this this Rose uh trans transsexual character is in it, playing a character called Rose, but she's in the three episodes Hard. of uh, the sixtieth. Hang on a second. She's been seen filming. It's not Jessica Henwick. It's, it's a photographer called Jessica Hardwick. Um, okay. I know. Don't, I know where you got. I know, I, I know exactly who Jessica Henwick is. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. You know Jessica. I didn't say anything. Is. I implied it with my eyes. But um, it's, I think I think there's some excitement. I'll I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, I am worried though. I'm really worried because no, Russell T Davis. Russell T uh, Davis is not the person that he was when he first started up Doctor Who. We He's... are living. You're, you're you're right. We're living in 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 a world now where anybody's favorite IP is getting made. You kind of treat it with absolute caution, um, because every fucking um studio is fucking it up. Although, if it's by all accounts, Amazon Amazon know how much they've fucked up, and they all this stuff is just damage control. And the great thing is that oh. the second season is going to fail. Well, this is the thing: is is that uh, Jeff Bezos's son is probably giving him shit. His son is probably going, Dad, that was crap. How the, much the, do you spend on that game? The, the rumor is that they, the showrunners are being sidelined. Uh, I, I, I think if Amazon know, 
that it's too little too late it, 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 you you've done it you've destroyed it the only way to come back from this is to go right we fucked up we're going to make a different series in a different era with different characters that's the only way you can resurrect what you've done you want lord of the rings to carry on you you've got the ip you own the rights there is no nothing stopping you going right we're going to do a different season you know we'll call this the birth of mordor and we'll just put it to the back burners right and now we're going to come up with a completely different set of characters. We'll recast characters because they're slightly older. Um, you get rid of Morphe, whatever her thing is, because she's just god awful. Conflicted. Um, you've got to, you've got to drop that. You've got to do a completely new season in a completely different period. Then, then, and keep it Tolkien. Then you might get forgiven. It's the only way. But they're not going to do that because you know they're not. But they're going to learn. They're not going to learn. Okay. Uh, let's quickly talk peripheral, and then we'll go on to the Devil's Hour. Um, so I watched the first two episodes of The Peripheral. Um, it's based on a book. I might read the book. If I've got time. Um, based on the, the first of a trilogy of books. Yeah, it's funny. I found it quite funny because, um, what's it, Call Me Chato reviewed it in terms of because I don't like the writer. And I'm like, Wow. Oh my god, I haven't heard criticism like that from something. It's like I don't I'm not too keen on the material because I've read the material and it's crap. Which is like wow. Yeah. That's fine. That's I haven't heard criticism like that since like the mid 2000s That's how we used to do criticism. Yeah. Mm. It's like I'm not too sure. That's that was my criticism when Chibnall took over Doctor Who that I think he's a crap writer. Um I was proved correct. So thumbs up for me. Um so yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Um, I'm hoping that it, it feels like uh, how can I put it? I think they're all in a simulation, and they're just hacking servers. They're not traveling through time. I think they that we're we're seeing time travel, but we're not just seeing time travel. I think there are parallel universes at play here. Oh, no, well. they described it as parallel universes, but part of me is like kind of, it's, uh, when you see London and you see those giant statues in London, they have weird mosquito block likes, like it hasn't finished rendering, which makes me feel like it's a computer. Does that make sense? Yeah. When you see that, you look I... at those giant statues and they haven't, it looks like they haven't rendered in properly. You know when you watch something and you get those big blocks because the image isn't quite right. I, I don't quite quite know what what what's going on yet. Um, it's not shit. It's not like the most brilliant it's... thing. the 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 annoying thing is, right? I'm I'm kind of interested in this. There are a couple more things coming to Amazon be before the end of the year, and I don't want to renew my bloody Prime um, account, but I might have to. <laughs> Remember, it's not I, 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 I kind of want to not renew my my Prime. Um, account in 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 protest to Amazon for for calling me you know patently evil because I dared to hate their fucking shit version of Lord of the Rings, um, but I, I don't dislike this. I'm, I I find it quite interesting. So I kind of like Chloe Mortonez and she's quite good in this. Uh, I find you know the, what's going on with the brother interesting. Um, it's definitely a, di a parallel universe that she is in. Because things are not quite right. Like, there's, there's just things there that are not quite right. Um, of course, no, the I... cybernetics in a, in, a, in a brother, for starters. Um, and this is only 20, 30, uh, 21, 30, 2032. 
So there are a few things going on there. I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, yes, there's that as well. Um, uh, but again, I, I, I don't want to renew my Amazon Prime thing. This is a point of principle. Um, so, but the thing is, it it's becoming to a point where I have to download everything um, and it's getting annoying. <laughs> I had to take my laptop up because I can't watch it on my iPad. Whereas when I had Amazon Prime, obviously, which was easy. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm still holding out at the moment. I'm still holding out. But I have to admit that the next season of uh, Jack Ryan looks kind of good. Um, so, and there's a few other things, as I say, coming to Amazon. You mean Reacher? The end of the Jack year. Reacher? Oh, no, Jack Ryan. Yeah, you're right. No, no, Jack Ryan. Reacher? Oh, fuck me. When that comes back, I'll probably will have to renew because that first season was phenomenal. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I like the peripheral. I, it's not like it's not like standout amazing at the moment, but it's interesting. It, it's got it me feels hooked. like it feels like the what was the one? What was the terminal list? It's yes. got the same slow build that terminal list had, which means yes. it might have a really fucking banging ending. Um, yes. But I have to. We have to wait, which is great. Mm. So mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find I'm, the book and and go. This through the this book. works as a, a, a episode of the week thing. Um, my only criticism of Andor is it doesn't work as an episode a week thing. They should have released these three episodes in blocks. I, I totally agree with you on that. But I do kind of like Andor still. Um, and uh, oh, what's his face? Andy Circus turns up this week. Ah. So I, I'm, I, as I said, I, with Andor, I, I feel that it's it's going in waves of three. So yeah, next no, it is. week. Next week, you'll get a big payoff for everything. So yeah. I'll watch all three, and then the third one, watch all those three, and then do it that yeah, way. No. It's it's competently written. The problem, I think, the problem with Andor is the fact that it's sat behind a load of shit Star Wars, which people have lost interest in. Because I got a friend at work, and she's really into Star Wars. I asked her if she watched Andor, and she went, "No." I'm like, because I think she's been put off. She won't say it, but I think she's been put off. By... I think you should recommend it back to. Her. I mean, Sol Guerrero was in this episode, and and the the the. The, the 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 sort of banter between him and Luthien, um uh character that was was really good and you 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 get you see the thing is right Sol Guerrero was a Dave Filoni character mm. therefore a Lucas character Lucas was involved in the creation of Sol Guerrero Sol Guerrero came from the Clone Wars um, so he was good in this again he's only in it briefly but that's not the end of him. Um, I don't know. I like. I've, I've been enjoying it, but it, 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 you should, they should be releasing it in blocks of three. They should be releasing it in blocks of three. It, it is binge. It, it, it's designed to be binged mm. or binged in blocks of three. It's all like it's almost like there's four movies going on here in in in, in three episode arcs. So um, it, yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Mm, mm, I agree. So maybe it was designed as a mini series. So it was designed as to be a mini series rather than than what it is, which would make for it makes sense. I think you're going to enjoy this block of episodes. Um, like the, the the first one's a bit slow, but this one was the the, the, the problem with it is that the, this particular episode you need the next episode for it to pay off, and it's difficult to what wait a week because of the nature of this episode. Um, but I'm again, feeling I, I'm feeling completely justified in my wait until three yeah, no, episodes of done. I, I, I I'm so saying justified. you what I'm justifying your 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 I am justifying it for you. I'm saying I agree with you. I'm just a child and can't wait. 
<laughs> uh, so I watched the episodes. I, I'm freely going to admit admit that. But um, yeah, and I, I, I go and watch the Jedi Tales because they they were just damn good. Um, and it really makes you see Count Dooku in a different light. Very, really good. And it also gives you what happened to that Yodel. What's her face? It's not called Yodel, but it gives you what happened her fate as well. Lady Yoda. Uh, yeah, Lady Yoda. It gives her fate as well. I'm going to tell to you. You remember that? Scene? Sorry, I meant to say she Yoda. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? You remember the scene that you first sold me on Rebels? Oh, that one. Yeah. And how brutal that was. This is Frickin way show. worse. <laughs> this is way fucking worse. Um, so, um, yeah, this, these episodes are not kiddie episodes by any fucking stretch of the imagination. Um, anyway, come on, let's get on to the main subject, and let's the not, one that we were arguing about before we started. Yeah, the one we were starting. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I, I'm trying I to put say... some space so we could calm the fuck down before we. we, we talk I, I know. About it. I know. I will say this: I found the first episode until the end, really hard to get into. I, I was kind of getting, oh God, this is going to be shit vibes. Then it suddenly started getting interesting. Um, and then I, I was compelled all the way up. Mm. So, um, but I found that first episode, that first 45 minutes of that episode were, were a bit kind of like... Go, 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 go back and watch it now, knowing what you know now. Oh yeah, I think it'll probably make more sense now. Yeah. But it, it was difficult to get into. To start so with. Let's just let's just try and let's try to describe the series to people. This is the story of a woman called Lucy, who has been diverted in the timeline, shall we say, by a time traveller called Gideon, who's played by Peter Capaldi. His character is a very Hannibal Lecter-esque character, as he sits mostly on the sidelines. When he's there, he chews up the scenes, which is fantastic. You're always paying attention to him. You always want to know what happens to him next. He's kept a mystery until the last two episodes. Uh, and it's it's very timey-wimey. It's very... And I don't mean the film The Butterfly Effect. I mean the actual oh, term, that, The Butterfly it, Effect. It had Butterfly Effect vibes. But more like the actual butterfly effect mm. as in we're talking about changing mm. small things and all the things that happen so it's like the it's you've got it's ironic because one of the characters in it uh, the scottish copper was oh, in the like first it. three episodes of um Andor. what do you call it and and or he played mm. pretty much the same character the competent sidekick he was more of an arsehole more no he wasn't wanting the oh yeah he was he wanted the no. violence in in and he was more authoritarian in Andor. in this without without spoiling it that no, final we're spoiling scene it. well that final scene you know the bit the bit where he's with his wife and 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 you know you can it, 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 the, the two of them were so believably married mm, right yes. and 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 that whole dialogue between them and when she breaks down it you felt it right you you felt that it was it was it was exquisitely written. It was exquisitely mm. written, and and that scene when they're in bed and you know what's going to happen. I'm gra I'm grateful they didn't show it. I'm grateful they didn't show it. Um, but that scene when they're in bed to each other again, it it was just totally believable and, I, I, and totally I, I, normal. 
see i i, I like the fact that because when you meet him you get a few bits of dialogue with him and then you get into eventually into conversation and he's chatting away to ravi and he's saying my wife never thought i'd make detective yeah and he turns around because i can't spot the patterns and, and bits like that but the difference between him and ravi is ravi can spot the patterns but he knows all the people to talk to if you need to get something done, he knows the person. He knows this person does that, that person does that. He can organize. He's not completely useless. And and that's what made it great because Ravi relied on him for that. Yeah. And that made them work as a duo, as a team. Oh, I really enjoyed that. And, and the do. bit where they're sitting in the car in the, I think it's the fourth episode, they're sitting in the car and he loses his rag. And he says, we have to do something, yeah? Because the first time he sees him, he gets the first time he sees the girl in this house that they're trying to help, yeah? He, it upsets him, yeah? Yep. It upsets both of them. They are, they are like, something's wrong here. This is a crime. We are police officers. We do something about it, yeah? So it's like, okay, fair enough. And then he then just, right, he sees her being beaten up by a boyfriend. He goes, oh, fuck this, yeah? Goes to the back of the car, picks up a crowbar, goes in there, and then takes them all on. That... that I was watching that last night uh, and I was sitting there and 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 my heart was beating fast, mm. right? Not only was it incredibly well filmed, it, it was so real. <laughs> it yes. was so realistic. It was so, I mean, it, it, look, if you don't like violence, this is very difficult to watch. But the funny thing was, you know, you know, you, you think you think he's done it, right? At the end, when he's taken on the two guys and he's fucked them up, right? And you're like, you're mm. cheering him on. And that fucking dude comes out with the machete. You think, oh shit, he's going to die, right? Mm. And my heart's going like this. I can fucking feel it. I am, I am there with him. I am in this fucking scene, right? Mm. And I remember feeling it. I was, it's not often a TV series will make me feel like that did, right? And this is why I loved it. And, and the bit where, you know, they finally fucking get him and stab him through the leg and then they lay on the floor laughing, I had exactly the same reaction. And in that moment, I understood their reaction. That's yeah. why it worked. It, they, they were, they, as, as, a, as, a, as a, a preparing, I thought were, were great. And you, you got, you've got them both. They both worked mm -hmm. together. And when he had to go back to the house because the bloke had broken in and stabbed him, and he goes, no, I need to do this. And he puts his music on because that calms him down and helps him focus. And he goes upstairs and he looks and he just turns around and goes, you know what? I fucking can't handle this. And just turns around and fucking balls his eyes out. Yeah. 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 Again, Brilliant. it didn't come out of a vacuum. It was completely earned. And the actors helped sell, sell me on it. Uh, and I loved that. Uh, and then yep, you've got... I agree. So, so, so Ravi and his... I can't remember his bloody name. Scottish fella from Thingy. That, that worked for me. That worked so 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 fantastically, and then you had Lucy, uh, her son uh, Isaac, and her husband who is Jamie Tart from fucking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> from, from oh, no. <laughs> and, and and that was because I was going as I was going Jamie Tart <laughs> when I first saw him, and I... it, it's annoying because he loved her. He he was yeah okay, but the kid did it in he was so you, you you mentioned something in our our argument before we came on and i will say this now now that i've sort of processed this i had sympathy with him up until the abuse started then i lost sympathy for him and i think you're meant to yes um and yes. um so whilst i think she did treat him 
bad. No, the, hang on a second. I, right, we're just talking about we're just talking about the character on on, on his own, yeah. Because just the character on his own, you're right. You you you, you he, he had the relationship with this, this wonderful woman that he met. He spent all that two years. They got to have the child, and then the child was just this weird soulless drone that didn't hate him. It didn't love him. Wouldn't do anything. It was it was for him. It, it, and then because his wife is trying to fix him. It's not paying him any attention, and that kind of causes their relationship to break down. And then she's kind of, and then she's like using him. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, you're right. You'd feel up until you get to that last episode, yeah, because the other Second one felt like an outburst. The the, oh, the one yeah, where he's okay. looking after him, it felt like an outburst of frustration more than anything else. Just to try and see if I if I, if I just yell, yeah, if I yell at him, will he cry? Because he won't cry. Yeah, just won't do fucking anything. I I think the middle of the last episode is where I started losing sympathy for him a bit because he was clearly lying to her and he wasn't... The bit where he turned... I mean, when he slammed the spaghetti down, yeah, I kind of understood that. But after that, I lost quite a lot of sympathy. The thing is, I had sympathy because I remember... You know, my mum worked with kids like a bit like this and, and used to tell me about different reactions from different members of the family and she worked with people that, that couldn't feel anything like that so i had sympathy for it um until that point and then i lost the sympathy for him and you know now that we're sort of verbally but, talking about this i look i i i know we're gonna have to talk about the ending i genuinely did think this was brilliantly written yeah i i, I think my my i don't know you asked me what I wanted to see at the end of this show. No, do we we'll go towards I, that? Wait until the, wait until yeah. we get to the end. Save that for the ending. Just just, just concentrate on. We'll just do the do the characters and their kind of journey through, because you had you had him, and I think it was done well because you you understood what he did at the end. Didn't come out from vacuum. No, you saw him. And you, you saw, saw him it coming. You yeah. saw it coming. Yeah. And 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 even before he before he he, he flipped to proper arsehole, he tells the story of how he met his mother. Turns around, and goes, "I was going out with this girlfriend. She was fucking beautiful, but she had no personality." And then over on the other side, there's this woman drinking pinnacle, laughing her ass off. Yeah. The other girl went home. I went and talked to her. We spent three wonderful years together, and then you were born. And you don't react to anything. And then he then he lost it. And that's when. You could see that this again hadn't come from a vacuum. The the motivations oh, and everything was was so clearly, clearly kind of expressed. And and I fucking love that. I absolutely love that because it was he was an arsehole, but he wasn't an arsehole just for the sake of being an arsehole. Yeah. I think he was always to a degree a bit of an arsehole. Um no, because you was... might be thinking of Jamie Tart. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> he did have that slightly smarmy side to him all the he way did, through. Yeah, he he he, he um, did have a slightly smarmy thing, but but it, it, it but your your description of it, it didn't come out of a vacuum. No, it didn't come out of a vacuum because I think there was a a part of it there. But you did have some sympathy for him. Um, but for me, that sympathy was a vac. The minute he poured the, the beer over him, that was it. That that to me was. I found that difficult to watch, um, mm -hmm. but your your uh, description of it coming out of it, it didn't come out of a vacuum. But I found that difficult to watch. I, I, that is partly for me; it was difficult to watch because I have a 
and partly a personal connection to that 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 thing so that was difficult for me but yeah. no none of this came from a vacuum that that you you are absolutely right in that um there was nothing that that that, that where where i would do a nigel and say well that's not believable everything was believable everything was believable. yeah that was, everything came from somewhere so then we move on to we'll move on to lucy um, and she was hor- she was fucking horrible to to Jamie Tart. Yes, she was. <laughs> and that that's probably where most of my sympathy from him came was the fact that she was so she was horrible. The thing is that also you could see her when she was with the son. She was trying her ass off to make him happy, to make him laugh. She was singing in the car, you know, trying to get him excited for 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 dinner and this that and the other. And all she really wanted to hear him say, and they did it at the end, was "I love you." Yeah, that's what she really wanted to hear from him. But nothing, she got nothing like that from him up until when we get to the end. But yeah, it was, she was a good character, but she, she'd she been derailed there. And there was reasons that she was seeing people being murdered and things happening, but it's only revealed towards the end, which I, I really, I'd like that layering. Yeah, she wouldn't have known about the, the guy killing the uh, the two people in the house yeah unless we'll get to the end in a moment because it all when i'm gonna go back and rewatch it and it'll all make sense in the rewatch i bet you it'll be like ah and maybe i do have to go back and rewatch it to to, to... but like okay so yeah. let's do peter capaldi's character and Brilliant. let's do ravi's character quickly um, because Ravi's character, as I said, it kind of fits in with the other with, with the other copper. He's he's a guy, he's clearly got anxiety issues. Um, he's quite bright, but the problem is he has trouble functioning. Um, and he gets a bit obsessive compulsive. That's why he has his wall, his murder wall, where he's trying to figure out what, what's happened with certain things, and he's used that to to help him to get a job. And you're like, he seems seems a bit it sounds weird he seems a bit pathetic at times yeah but it's it's how can i put it he he becomes it's like the cowardly lion in thingy it again it doesn't come out of the vacuum because he goes and goes to fight gideon yeah in the warehouse yeah. knowing that he's no, gonna he, he could get his ass kicked even lucy's telling him he'll get his ass kicked yeah but he's like you've killed you know you're responsible for, for the death of my mate and you've just shot someone i was trying to save and he was, you know, he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you." And he turns because I haven't killed you yet, or before, sorry, which confused the crap out of him. And just like, what's going on here? And then he goes to fight, loses the fight because Pete Capaldi's already had the fight with him, so he knows where the punches are coming from, which is an easy way of getting Pete Capaldi out of having a full blown fist fight with someone. Which I oh, appreciate because yeah, he's, he, he's the older gentleman here, uh, and also explains other things later on. Because if you're a fist fight with someone who knows where your, your punches are all going to land, he can avoid them or she can avoid them. Um, but yeah, he, that was, I that was good. And then, Ravi's character. I, 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 at first, he is the sort of you almost think, oh, here we go. He's the fish out of water detective who's, you know, we've seen this in so many cop shows where he's been promoted because he's clever and he's not really very good at being a copper. Um, it, yeah, I I I enjoyed that. Um, that the fact that he came around and uh, redeemed himself. Um, so um, yeah, I kind of enjoyed that. I kind of enjoyed that. Um, 
and I actually ended up liking his character uh, probably the most, along with the Scottish copper. Um, as you said, the pairing between the two of them, yes, and his whole motivation, and and actually he just wanted to do the right thing. Um, and as as you see more of his character, you 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 actually like him. Um, he was likable, and yeah, and, it was and had done. a good arc. Um, Did, again, didn't come from nowhere. You saw clearly his actions, but, and he was he, he the fact that he was willing to cover I, up that his mate went into that place and beat him up with a crowbar. And you have that funny bit where they're saying the exact story together that the point they've overlapped it and cut them out and swapped them out. And I'm like, that is a good bit of editing there, where they're literally just telling you the same bloody uh, outcome, so they've rehearsed it. Um, unfortunately, it gets them suspended, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Um... But even the bit when he's in there with his boss and he just goes, fuck you, that felt believable and real. Mm. Um, but and... I love the fact that his boss was understandable, that he was annoyed. His boss was like, kind of, do you want to slam the door on the way out? Because it's like, kind of, I know this is an emotional reaction. I know this is not you. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. What a response. I know this isn't you. I know that you're going through some shit. Yeah. Because yeah, mate, you're but again, it, yeah? was, it was real. It was believable. It, mm. it, 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 it it didn't come out of a vacuum, even though we don't know the boss character. It felt real. Um, Dan, and Ravi actually sort of pinpoints, and I, I am going to have to go back and watch this again because I don't think I I don't think this is the end, right? And and because Ravi didn't get an ending, not really. Um, and I hope that isn't Ravi's ending and even if we swap into an alternative whatever it is um, mm -hmm. you know well I mean he said I mean Gideon said it's realities he's not going back in time he is going back in time but he's going back in time and into another parallel universe so it's almost like you know every time he makes a decision it, it spins off into another reality and, and that's kind of what he explains and that he's learning as he's lived, lived die repeat um kind of yeah. thing but all right all right let's 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 go to the ending yeah you've been warned spoilers blah 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 anyway right so the ending ends with peter capaldi the gideon character getting caught now he then explains to to lucy what's going on and his reason is a reason that he's picked lucy because he always says, does this cell feel, seem familiar to you? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, is there something in the corner of your eye? No, that's Doctor Who, sorry. And it's, um, <laughs> that's a perception thing joke. Um, but he goes, this, this feels familiar to you. And yeah, but you've never been here. And she goes, yes, I've never been here. Like, okay. Because I, I, always, I always get caught. I always wind up in this cell. I always talk to, and then he was going to say you, but he never gets around to saying you. And he turns around and then he and then he goes around and explains to him that he he, he as a child um had a, a father and a mother who loved each other initially and then they kind of drifted apart and then father decides to commit commit suicide with him and his brother in the car. And he goes through a couple of loops where this just keeps happening. And then one day he decides to pick up an, he decides not to pick up a, a like a pine cone in the forest and decides to then pick up a knife and stab his father on a day that he kills him saving his brother and himself gets onto a bus and disappears. Um, and the reason he's disappeared is that he, because he's a time, because he understands how time works and he's seen all these things, he's able to avoid people. 
So it's like things like there's a, a there's a fly tip, yeah, which isn't explained until later, that he'd been removing 40 appliances from people's houses and tipping them into this area so their houses wouldn't burn down and you'd save them. So there's like 20, 30 washing machines and tumble dryers and whatnot in, in this this area where he's just been chucking, um, what do you call it, these things to stop people from dying from. So it's like he understands these kind of... He's time traveling. He's trying to do the good. He's trying to do the. He's like, what do you call it? It's like not chaotic evil. He's like organized, organized good, but with evil leanings. Yeah, he doesn't care how he does it. He just needs to get the thing done to keep things. And then he explains I... to, hang on. He then explains to her that the timeline she's living isn't her regular timeline. You were never supposed to move into that house. You were never supposed to meet your your husband. You were never supposed to have your kid. The reason your kid is weird. It's because in the other loops, he did not exist. Yeah. And you see part of these loops because in those loops, she gets married to Ravi. And she's best friends with Ravi, Ravi's sister, who's a bit of a bitch. But I take it on the chin because everything's done so well. Yeah. Um, so you, you see that. And then you see that she smokes. And then he then explains that keeps coming to this point, And then he's reached the conclusion. Yeah. Because he goes, all I have to do is I can slip my wrists with, you know, a bit of glass, a broken mirror or something. And I, I'm back. Yeah. And I'll just repeat the same timeline. I win either way. But I had to wait around 25 years so I could find out what I could change in your timeline. So if you watch the very beginning, it starts off with the mother blowing her brains out with a shotgun. Yeah. So she blows her brains out with a shotgun. Goes out to think, he blows her brains out with a shotgun. Nothing's explained. Yeah. Gets to the end of that episode, repeats the episode. She goes to blow brains out the shotgun. Click, 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 click. Shotgun's not working. Then she finds a button off her coat. Takes the button, and then she goes to figure out that maybe I'll commit suicide another way. And anyway, a little girl comes down at 3.33. The reason she keeps working at 3.33, that's when the gunshot would have woken her up. Yeah? So she runs down there, yeah? And she finds that the... She finds the, the sorry, the, uh, the mother, not the daughter, finds the button. Anyway, the poor woman then grows up. And because she didn't have that, why did my mother kill herself thing? Yeah. And had a more, my mother needs someone to look after her. She went down the social worker route rather than the police officer route. Because she's the police officer that keeps arresting him. She's the police officer that keeps catching him. The reason she's having flashbacks of all these crimes is because in the previous loop, she was a police officer. And That's a these great were the reveal. crimes that she was. That, that, yeah. that was a great reveal. That was a very good twist. Um, yeah. And perfect. And then, and then, <laughs> the great, better thing about it was, was the fact that when she was in the last loop with Peter Capaldi, she starts coughing. So Peter Capaldi knows there's a fire going on somewhere. Yeah. So he goes, like, oh, there's a fire going on somewhere. She needs to go back home because it's probably at her home. Yeah, so he then starts talking to her and he talks about how a child isn't part of the timeline, and as we said before. And because he's not part of the timeline, he doesn't quite get things. He's He can affect the other timelines, yeah? He can step through them, yeah? And there's bits where he does some... There's some great creepy bits in this, which I really appreciate, mm. where she... Where there's a man in the room. There's no fucking man in the room. There, that mom, there's a man. He's standing there. He's like, I can't see a man in the room, son. It's like okay, all right, fair enough. And you know, if you when you have kids, then they do that sort of thing. It's like kind of, all right, you can come sleep with us tonight. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, and then he, she does the thing where she says night night, and he goes night, and he, he goes night night and repeats what she says. 
then he she goes downstairs and she hears him going night night pumpkin where did that come from did he hear something was there someone else there and then you find the neighbors around the corner are supposed to move into the house and the reason that she's hearing banging and stuff and she sees the guy the neighbor in the attic at one point is because those timelines are kind of crisscrossing over because he's diverted their, her down this path because he needs her not to be the copper that catches him so he can escape yeah it's all set up so he can escape because he keeps getting caught in these bits and, and you're seeing one of his loops where he, he needs to do that one change in order for him to carry on um and it's great because he goes her into saying he goes her into the one thing she goes oh your son loves you oh really has he said it but he and that's uh, and then the, the, then she gets the but, phone call and she checks the messages. She hears him say it and guess what she does? She then rushes home and gets caught in that fire. You don't know she's died though. What? Okay, it implies. Okay, yeah. Now here's the thing. Because right? hang on he, a sec. Because this is the weird he thing. Is, like... is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've almost, I've almost finished. I've almost finished. Hold your thoughts and I'll let you run for the rest. Okay. So you don't now. You get to the end. What looks like the end of her loop. Yeah. But you don't know if you see her in the next scene as she's a copper investigating a fire on her street. Yeah, You don't know if that's her in the next loop or her in the previous loop. And it's left needlessly ambiguous to turn around and say this version that he got escaped from maybe shouldn't have happened. And then it's like kind of, ah, and you've got these things and then the kids disappeared. And yes, they've left stuff there so they can do another series. But they did enough to answer where the series would go. So if they did end it there, it would be okay. I, now, the, Keith, thing that, the thing that didn't add up is he, he, you described him as Hannibal Lecter, but I wouldn't describe him as that because he, his ultimate, his ultimate motivation is always to do good. He killed his father because his father was an arsehole, right? And his, and his father would have harmed his brother and he loved his brother. So he saved his brother. Right. Then, the you know, the next time we see what's going on, it's the little girl, the little kind of Girl Scout uh, with the balloon. And he saves her. Right. Does yes. OK. We... Evelyn, and, and he... who we haven't yeah. seen or come across yet. And he goes back and, 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 and helps her deal with the fact that she she she's not meant to be living. So there's a kind of butterfly effect thing going on with that. He doesn't, Lucy keeps stopping him, but Lucy is not a bad person, right? And he doesn't kill bad people. Um, mm -hmm. He tries to avoid it at all costs. He threatens to do it if it prevents him from saving good people. But as a rule for himself, it heavily implies he doesn't kill bad people. So the fact that Lucy sort of ends up in this burning house at the end, which her son let off, and you don't see what really happens to Isaac, and you don't quite understand why it's Isaac that lights the fire, right? There's there's something, yes, it's ambiguous, her ending. her And if it just been her, her, her not, her, you know, her fate not being ambiguous, I would have, I would have liked that, but it's the fact that there's unanswered questions there, which means it doesn't feel like it's the end. There can right. be things so, that are unambiguous, but uh, there is okay. like, why did the sun set off the fire? That that's the question. You know, why did he do it? Um, and that's left. That's the thing I think that bugs me the most. 
is why did he do it? He disappears. I know he doesn't die in the fire, right? He disappears. He goes into a different thing. But why did he do it? But hang, hang on a second. So this is a twist. This might be the twist, yeah? In, if it's the pre, if he's managed to jump into the previous loop, which he's managed to do, yes. that fire that he set also happened in the previous loop. Yes. So he may have jumped into that house and still burnt to death. Yes, I know. I but got that know, bit that he could jump like, that. Yeah. You can, you can have. I, 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 I can I, live I with think, an ambiguous ending. But I think it, it depends me... on how you feel about ambiguous endings. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I don't. Here. I didn't mind. I, I I could live with her ambiguous ending, although I would prefer it to be a bit less ambiguous. But the, the sun bit was too ambiguous for me. I, I that's the bit, and the fact that Ravi didn't really get an ending, um, the fact that we've left it very much open for a return, and I I welcome a return. Do not get me wrong. I will welcome another season of Capaldi chewing up the fucking scene because he was truly magnificent in this. Um, there needs to be another season. That's fine. It can it can leave you wanting more. It's like it's not of a good show, is it? You want more. There's nothing wrong with I, wanting more. I, I'm not going to sit the... here and say this was bad because it was genuinely good. I do not like the. If this is the ending, it will bother me, right? I I need another season. I need. You can have it ambiguous. You can have Capaldi's character never getting the ending that he carries on looping. I will live with that, right? But there are characters there that I invested a lot of time in that didn't yet get any kind of ending, right? And there's there's no ending. Lucy's character, yeah, okay, you, you got the twist, but you didn't get an ending. You got the twist, and the twist explains a lot. But again, Capaldi... I don't think Capaldi wanted to harm her. I just think he wanted her out the way, right? But not to harm her. And she, yes, no, I think it's implied at the yes. end that she she comes to harm. And I think that would bother Gideon. So, you know, I can see the second season starting off with her in the house hang on a and second. Gideon somehow okay. saving her. Hold on a second. So if we saw her as the police detective or the, or the DI or whatever, yeah, in that loop towards the end, did he change it? So... She, she still became a police officer and she didn't get harmed. Well, maybe, right? But I need That's to That's what I like that. to no, 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 it. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. And if it is that, then fine, right? But it's too ambiguous, right? It, I know, it's, it's, it's des- too... It's but designed yeah, look, for you to go, I want a second season. Yeah. That is what it is That's for. I'm I not think. bothered by and, that. And actually, when we sit here and I verbalise that, that's exactly what it's designed for. But we fucking need that, Right? Look, she okay. is a brilliant actress. She is a fantastic actress, and she always has been. And I liked her. And, you know, the one thing about casting her in line of duty and then fucking throwing her out the window in the first episode, that was genius. Um, but um, she was brilliant. In this. Look, it was brilliantly cast. It was brilliantly acted. It was brilliantly written. Capaldi is fucking amazing in this. And I'm not going to sit here and say I hated it. I didn't. I thought it was fucking brilliant. And it is some of the best written TV I've seen in a very fucking long time. And and that and I c- keep coming back to it. That scene where where they are fucking in that that, that you know Scottish geezer's gone in there with his goddamn crowbar. Fuck me, that was so damn good. It was. And I it laughed. Was, it was I laughed. It was the tension because you knew he yeah. was going to die. Because I think there was indicators that he was going to die, and you because because always do these flashes in the episodes, yeah. 
or it like flashes forward or flashes back and you can't tell if it's a forward or a backwards flash but it gives you something massively ambiguous to deal with yeah mm. so for example example like the the rabbit yeah you saw the rabbit in episodes beforehand but you didn't understand until you saw the one where he abducted the kid and sent her to live with Everland in the forest whoever Everland is and wherever this place is in the forest yeah so those bits need to be answered so you know the guy who wrote it is clearly talented. He knows what he's doing. I hope he gets a second series. It felt really BBC. You know who this was produced by, right? Sue Virtue, who's Stephen Moffat's wife. It was also produced by Moffat. He's got a credit in there at the end credits. Oh, I'm has sure. he? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Stephen Moffat has definitely got a credit on this. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, I bet you he got the credit for the following. Could you ask Peter Capaldi to be play Gideon? That was it. Because you like well, Peter Capaldi likes you. All right. Even if I'll that was his contribution, it was a bloody good one. Um, mm. Look, it's annoying because this is the best thing Amazon's done in ages. Um, I I had to download it as my my bloody thing through Amazon, so you have to go back and watch it again to give it reviews, right? Um, in fact, everybody out there, if you haven't cancelled your Amazon Prime. Watch this, then cancel your Amazon Prime. Cancel your Amazon Prime, but not before you watch this. Because uh, this does deserve a second season, and it bloody well better get one. Um, because they cancelled that thing with... Um, oh, they cancelled that sort of space travel thing, which really annoyed me. Because um, that needed they a second cancelled Truth Seekers with Nick Frost, which I really liked. Yeah, I know. Um, and that annoyed me as well, yeah. Um, I... Fuck you, Amazon Prime. This should have been on Netflix, and I don't like Netflix that much. But it was better on Netflix. It would have been better on Netflix because I it hate felt Amazon. Be- it felt BBC. It felt yeah. like it should have been on the BBC. It felt BBC 2010, 2012 sort of BBC TV program. Mm. God, it was really good back then for TV. Fucking hell, that was good. That's a good era of TV. That was 2012. Mm. Anyway. Oh well. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Gareth, you, your 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 assignments this week. <laughs> <laughs> is you have to watch Andor and you have to watch Jedi I'm, Tales. I want your opinion. I, on I will watch. I will definitely watch Andor. I was supposed to watch. I was supposed to have watched House of the Dragon, but the Devil Hour was the Devil's Hour was too uh, good. House later. of the Dragon I, final. Holy shit! Um, yeah, I've heard lots of people. Shit. Yes. Holy shit! Was I've heard people describe. I've I've had lots of people turn around and say this is much better than Game of Thrones ever was. Um. It's setting up a second season that is going to be that they better not fuck it up because that that this second series could be uh, amazing. Um, and holy shit, that last two minutes of that episode were like holy shit. You know the way it happened, the way it was done. It was an accident, but it was foolhardy. Ah, dude, that final. Final few minutes and and sure fuck me. If they do this right, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking okay. good. Okay. So all right. Well, I, I'm um, I'm hoping yeah. they'll I'm hoping they'll do it right. Mm. So yeah, oh, good. Brett, Matt Smith was brilliant in the final episodes. Well, I keep saying it, fucking brilliant, genius casting. But I hope that I hope that my 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 notion that they are they're secretly bringing them back for the the sixtieth in in a way. That would be great. I think Capaldi's laughing, lying. I think he's lying. I genuinely think Capaldi's lying. Okay. I think they were kept away from the, this episode on purpose. Look at the docs as we we got right. 
Look at the companions we got. We got all the old series companions. We didn't get Clara. We didn't get uh, uh, Rose. We didn't get um, Amy. We didn't get Martha, right? We got all the old... Fuck me. We got a companion from the original um, 1960s first Doctor, who's like 90-odd in that episode. Um, but mm-hmm. good on him for being there. Um, we did not... We got the B team, if you like. We got we got none of the, the sort of series two, you know, the reincarnation of Doctor Who. We got none of that. That was on purpose. It felt on purpose. So I think we're getting it in the 60th. And I just thought, come on, we need a little bit of Capaldi. Just a little bit. You know, just, just give us a little morsel. <laughs> I think he's lying. Oh, he was in the, I think he was he in the 50th, wasn't he? As a set of yes. eyebrows and a hand. I, 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 and I genuinely think he's lying. I, I, I watched the interview with him and there's a twinkle in his eye. <laughs> you're, thinking, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> and good for you. Make it a surprise. But yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and on way, that note, I'm gone. By the way, just one thing: January is going to be in Picard. I fucking called that, um, and and it's happening. It, it, she's hinted at. No, it you, no, 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 no. You didn't call January. Well, I called, called January. Cisco. But I also called Cisco. Cisco, <laughs> and Cisco I'm is the one. Probably going to wear you a t-shirt. I'm probably going to wear you fourth, a t-shirt. Fourth t-shirt. It will be the most glorious. I called it. If he does turn up, it will be. It's worth it. For that 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 one percent chance that I am right, because that will be glorious, and I won't rub it into you. I'll just sit here and go, fucking called it. <laughs> That'll be a video. You can you can just we'll release a video on the channel that day. And I'll just think, fucking called it. That's it. Dead pan. Okay. Well, do, you can do a YouTube <laughs> short for that. All right. Fucking called it. I was I, I I knew I was right to put the devil's hour towards the end. Let's calm down a bit. We've just been arguing with each other otherwise. And on that note, I think it's time we all say goodbye. Bye-bye.